What is happening, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Off the Dome Radio, where we stay naturally curious. Thank you so much for joining us today. As always, Tim and I start with our little chop-up session, kind of catch each other up to speed. We talk a little basketball, some Indiana hoops. We talk a few docu- documentaries based around that. A little around our test. There's a new one on Netflix, so we get into that a little bit. We also talk about a new show. Well, kind of new. Came out last year. I'm just new to it. Ted Lasso. Guys, got to get on that. I talk about a big CrossFit competition I have that is help helping the homeless. Um, and then we get right into our business tips. So we've kind of changed some things a little bit with how we go about our business and RLE talk, where we give updates on how the businesses are going, uh, but then try to provide a little extra value, some tips uh, in the trade. So I was talking about acquiring more coaching and rehab clients, but then I talk about some supplementation. Uh, we get lost in supplements. We think that's where the stock is, but I do talk about one, creatine specifically, what it is, how it works, and why it is beneficial. Finishing off with book talk. I closed out mindset, fixed versus growth mindset, relating that to relationships and being a boss in the workplace. And talked about a new book I just picked up, How to Grow Your Personal Brand for Under $1,000. Tim, where'd you take us today? Yes, sir. Yeah, I, I had a couple exciting updates for my business and some, some things that are going to continue to get the ball rolling for me. So I'm excited to share those with you guys. Uh, with career tips, I talk about how to negotiate a raise or how to negotiate a bonus. I give you a simple three-step process that um, that you can do, and it's a good exercise, and it'll really put into perspective like what you've accomplished. So three-step exercise, a three-step plan on how you can do that effectively uh, at work or wherever you're at. Uh, and then in book talk, I talk about Mind Gym by Gary Mack and things that you can do to kind of improve your visualization and Things that you can do, like simple steps in your day that you can use to just perform better overall, whether it's in, in your job, in life, uh, as a member of your family, whatever you need to do. It, it all starts with this concept that I'll talk about there. Uh, so yeah, I, I, I know you guys are going to love this episode. There's a lot of relatable things we talk about. Um, and we just enjoy, uh, we, we enjoy talking with each other. And if you guys have any like topics or anything you want us to talk about, feel free to direct message us on Instagram and tell us, hey, you guys can talk more about this. We love hearing your opinions, and we love talking about what you guys want to hear. So uh, message us on there. Leave us a review on, on iTunes, five stars preferably, because uh, we, we, we love uh, that support. Uh, but yeah, I know you guys are enjoy this episode. Without further ado, episode 165. <clears throat> <clears throat> Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips. Dude, School of Rock is on Netflix now. Oh, that's a game so changer. So I, right. yes, definitely going to be watching that. Yeah. Once a month at least until it's gone. Oh, yeah. I just love the, um, when he he talks about, sorry, I deleted something and it was still there. Uh, he's like, and then a thin layer of fog wraps around my ankles. Roadies, that means dry ice. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm thinking, you have middle school kids handling dry ice. Like, that is dangerous. Um, like, the the dry ice will burn you. And so the fact he's going to have, like, these, what, fifth and sixth graders handle dry ice. So he has a thin layer of fog wraps around my ankles. Oh, my gosh. Dude. I can quote that whole movie. Oh, yeah. It's really disgusting how... How many movie quotes I have stored up in my noggin? 
if I got paid to do that, I thought maybe I'd just change my whole TikTok to just movie quotes. Yeah. But I'd have to do all the voices. It'd be a good I'd angle. have to be really good at it. I've seen really good McConaughey voices too. And I'm like, oh, mine's not that good. If you never try, you never know. Come on. Oh, God. Okay. All right, coach. (laughs) Hey, but that movie, though, apart from it being hilariously funny, the lessons behind it about, like, not listening to, like, well, not saying not listen to your parents, but, like, just because your parents don't, like, approve of what you're doing doesn't Mm -hmm. mean you should, like, go after it and, like, be passionate about it. Because there were a lot of kids in that movie that were, like, wanting to do things that they were good at, but they were, like, afraid of what their parents thought. Yeah. So you got that little subtle lesson highlighted in the back, but... Uh, dang the the kid who plays the lead guitar, his dad just only wanted him to play classical, like no more classic rock, all this. Yeah. And then he writes this banger hit that they end up performing at the yeah. end. He's like, no more secret songs, okay? From now on, you share with the rest of the band. <laughs> Jack Black, one of his best. He's like, come on, man, someone's pushing you around. What do you say? I don't know. Come on, someone's up in your grill. What do you say? I don't know. Come on, someone's really letting you have it. Step off. Step off. Step off. Step off. <laughs> yeah. Should get so Jack, good. Jack Black. But yeah, Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Um. There's there have been some good things on Netflix recently. I'll throw stuff on while I'm cooking. Lincoln Lawyer. Oh, mm-hmm. speaking of McConaughey, it's one of my top three favorite movies that mm-hmm. he's done. Yeah. Lincoln Lawyer is real good. Yeah. Real good. Mouse at the Palace. They just have a one-hour documentary on that. The Indiana Pacers. Oh, I watched that. Yeah, dude. pretty interesting. Um, yeah, seen both sides of it. Yeah. What I thought was crazy is how they look at the security tapes and they were like, "You, you go to an NBA game today and you look at the amount of police officers that are standing around the court now. Mm-hmm. There at that building, there were only three that were present in the entire building. Whole building. W- when that was going on, and you like look at the footage about the the fans coming onto the court when when there was like fighting going on. There's not, like, a police officer in sight. It's literally just, like, a mass of people. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy, like, what that event did and the precedent that it set for, like, police officer presence at games going forward. Yeah. But, yeah, dude, it's crazy. And they even interviewed the guy who threw, what was it, like, a, it was a bottle, water bottle yeah. or something. And, like, he, he was so happy with himself. Oh, like, you fuck this guy. Yeah, he's going like, on, on like TV doing interviews and stuff. He was so happy with himself. And then the guy next to him is who Ron Artest went after. Yeah, the so guy that came on, the, one of the first fans that came onto the court. And Ron just like, and he had like a clenched fist and like Ron Artest like punched him. Him too. They had him in, in interviews as well. But yeah, him too. And then, but the guy who Ron Artest attacked in the stands first oh, was yeah. next to the guy who threw the Yeah, ball. it wasn't even the and guy. And the guy just let it happen. He was so pleased. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yo, this dude's a joker, man. Like, fuck yeah. this guy. I was watching that game in my living room. It was uh, November 2004. And, man, I was, like, crying. Because I knew that, like... And they were talking about the documentary. Like, that team was one of the best Pacers teams assembled. They were, so good. They, were they had the best record in the NBA at the time. They were, like, they were contenders. Driving, and, and then that happens. But, yeah. yeah. And then they talk about the media. Like, how after, like... The event happened the 48 hours after how like the whole media was like pointing the finger at the play like they're making it like the players fault the players fault mm-hmm. and like Jermaine O'Neal said that he didn't even have a conversation with David Stern who was the NBA commissioner at the point mm-hmm. they had to just like sit there in the background while everybody was blaming it on them and then no communication with the office and they get the suspensions handed down yeah 
They just outlandish. Yeah, it like just, they got a raw deal. Yes, they, they deserved some type of punishment, but they that punishment did not account for all of the facts. Mm-hmm. It was only, it was what the clickbait was. Yeah, you know, it's like oh, NBA player attacks fan in the stands. It's like okay, but he was minding his own his own business. Granted, yeah, laying on the scores table, okay. That's kind a little of, weird. Kind of an asshole move, but it's for on our test. Yeah. And it's like, he didn't say anything to anyone. Yeah, it's kind of a dick move, but he's just he's laying on the scores but table, he, waiting he expl- to go in. And in the documentary, he explains why he laid on the scores table. Because mm-hmm. like at that time, he he had, was he was seeing a therapist or a psychiatrist or a therapist or something yeah. th- that would like travel with them, with the team all the time. And he said that he was channeling what his therapist or psychiatrist told him to do oh, in like yeah, situations like the, where like... Take a breath or take one or breath two minutes or something. So he said yeah. he was just doing, he was doing that except like on an exaggerated level, but... Yeah, and it's like, look, man, that's, yes, I believe he was doing part of that. Other side, he was, he was instigating, like, the other team. He wasn't trying to go at fans doing that. Like, it was, that's part of the game. Mm -hmm. If you think every player doesn't talk some shit, you're ignorant to it. Right. Like, they're they're all John. Um, But, yeah, they definitely got the short end of the stick on that one. Mm -hmm. But good documentary. I was bummed it was only an hour. Right. But could yeah. have been more. But. Yeah, yeah, man. That's oh, and some of those guys just never bounced back after it. No, like that was that was it. Yeah, when they could have probably had very fruitful careers, right? Had they only been suspended a handful of games. Yeah, but yeah, Jermaine O'Neal got the raw end out of it because Ron Artest ended up winning a championship with the Lakers in like '09 or 2010, and then Steven mm-hmm. Jackson won one with the Spurs, but yeah, Jermaine O'Neal, who was actually like the best player on that team at the time and the leader of the team, he's the one that got the worst out of it because he never ended up winning anything in his yeah. career. But, then who was, who was the guy? He was like, he was all about just getting his his players' backs. He goes, man, I don't care. Like, I'll get your back, like whatever it is. That was Steven Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I was like, man, I, I like him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, I just, that team was so good, I remember. Yeah, I mean, one could say David was a little too stern. Yeah. <laughs> Benedict. <laughs> uh, uh. Dude, Ben Polizzi, man. I'm going to try to reach out to him again. He is he's on fire. Yeah. When he did you see his uh his Johnson voice doing the lady fingers joke? He's like No. <clears throat> What's the opposite of lady fingers? And then he holds up a roll of Mentos. <laughs> And so I was at CVS the other day getting some stuff, and uh, I just see this roll of Mentos, and I just start cracking up. Like, I just think of that video, and I just start losing it. Yeah. I was bummed he didn't... He had that one post where he's like, hey, give me some good jokes in the in the comments, and I had... Oh, what was it? Was it like... It was something with bees. Oh, he had the hives on his face. Mm-hmm. And... I thought I had a great one, like perfect for a Johnson voice. I even write in brackets, like got to use the Johnson voice. And so it's, I mimic a quick, like four line dialogue. Like, wait, hold on. Hold on. How do you, how do you spell that? Okay. All right. I got it. And when I'm writing this down, is that hive anated? <laughs> and I thought I crushed. I thought I crushed. No Maybe love. Maybe he just didn't see the comment. No love. Dude, 
I don't know. If you're asking people to throw a joke in your comments, you're going to peruse yeah, the comments. Yeah, yeah. Like, Herford saw it. Yeah. And he gave me some love. And I yeah. was like, thank you. Thank you. Where? Thanks. Are you not entertained? Yeah. Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? So, see, there I go again. What a habit I have. Um, but, anyway, Pacers, how do you think they're going to do this season? Uh, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll be like four to eight seed in the East. They'll sneak okay. into the playoffs. Do you think that's respectable for yeah. what they're doing? Yeah. Okay. I've kind of accepted as a Pacers fan that we're like a playoff team that makes it to like the first or second round and gets bounced out. Unless we draft like another, if we draft like a Giannis or we draft someone who's like really good out of the draft. Mm-hmm. Think about Indiana, Indiana is like we're a basketball state and like passionate about basketball and we're going to take our basketball seriously but it's just not we're never going to really get any blue chip free agents just because it's it's not like a big market team yeah we don't we don't draw we don't draw the lebron james is the way it is yeah Yeah. it's like it's unless we trade for someone it's indiana basketball but it's still just indiana yeah unless we like trade for someone for like a win now mentality like i don't yeah we'll see though I, I, uh, i like watching them rick carlisle's back the coach okay so, you like him yeah I think he's good i was bragging about your your ability to who was i telling about this buddy of mine uh oh my buddy matt from the gym i was bragging about your ability to tell at any given time any player's contract <laughs> because he was we were watching it was the opening day of college football and i'm gonna say this but I've talked to my good friend Kyle about it too, and he even agrees Notre Dame is ranked far too high. Mm-hmm. Like for we were just at the Toledo game, exciting game, but if you're ranked that high, I think what they're an eight or something, you should win handedly. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, he was like, "Man, who you got like an NBA team?" And I was like, "Yeah, I root for so and so and so and so. I like college a lot. Big Duke fan, obviously a Butler fan." I was like, "Man, but I grew up." In the J.J. Redick era, like him, Greg Paulus, like that team. And he's like, man, J.J. Redick kind of sucks in the league. I was like, no, no, he sucked his first few seasons because Magic wouldn't give him time of day because they were all on Turkaloo. Mm-hmm. And he was getting too old on his way out. And I was like, dude, my buddy Tim, because he's like, "What's who's J.J. Redick play for? And I didn't even know he got traded to the Mavs. Yeah. And I was like, dude, Redick is getting paid. He's on his like third or fourth contract where it's one or two seasons for over 20 mil. Yeah. And he's on like, uh, I think two seasons with the Mavs for like 24 or 26. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's, a, that's about right. Boy is getting paid. Yeah. Well, that's, I love to see it. Go JJ Reddick. I man. mean, if you're, if like the thing about like, if you're a shooter who can like somewhat defend, you're going to be in the league for a long time. And shooting is one of those things where, like, yeah, if you're an NBA player and you're going to be in the league for long, you need to be in good shape. You need to be strong. You need to be, like, physically. But, like, shooters, like, shooters more of, like, mental, like, confidence, just, like, repetition, like, mechanics. Like, you don't need to be, like, a physical specimen to be a good shooter in the NBA. Right. That's why, like, yeah, people like J.J. Redick and, like, Ty- Tyler Hero, who's a young player for the Heat right now, like, yeah. People are like, oh, like that dude's gonna be in the league for a while. Like, yeah, he is because he he knows how to shoot. He knows how to score. Yeah, but you don't need to be like the biggest dude in the league. And Reddick's got a fast shot too. Yeah, he's quick on that release. He, he found his niche. He found his groove, and yeah, he's made a lot of money. Here it's yeah, yes. Good grief, he's got an okay podcast. 
Yeah. Yeah. He's got a good voice. I mean, he's got a he's got a good voice for podcasting. Yeah. Um, all right, that man. Duke education. He, damn straight. Yeah. I'm sure he went to most classes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One of the most popular college players. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into it, man. Yeah, you got you got some good business updates. You had some oh, new yeah. things happen. We oh some, yeah. We got some good business updates. My website is up. Website is live. Website is up. Shout out to John Swanson out of Lafayette, Indiana, uh, building my website for me. He did is, that gonna, is he from Parks and Rec? <laughs> no, no, not Ron, John. <laughs> oh, excuse me, excuse me. John, yeah. I went oh, his to, cousin. Yeah, I, cousin grew, I grew up with, with him at Warsaw. He did a very fine job and great value from him. He, was, he got to turn around very quickly. And I advise anybody, if you need a website, Bill, uh, reach out to me and uh, I'll connect you guys because he, he would love to help you out. He's really good at what he does. But yeah, and people were like, oh, have you got any clients from the website? Like, yeah, like I have people like reach out here and there, but one of the reasons for the, the website was not to get clients right away because I'm I, I'm good there, but I want to get like more credibility established. Um, I want people to start taking me seriously because I'll get into that here in a little bit. But as I reach out to people, um, like universities and like recruiting companies, and, like bigger entities, I want to have something in place that besides my LinkedIn profile shows that like, yeah, I'm, I'm taking this really seriously. So it's good to have that up. And um, yeah, I'm, I'm, lo- I'm loving it. it. It'll be good. It'll, allow, it'll give me a platform to get my blog going, uh, put, put more content out and just have a place where I can send people. So yeah. And like the, right now. Um, it looks good. By yeah. Way. It looks yeah. really nice. It's, yeah. it's smooth. It's crisp. Um, I checked it on on the mobile version too. And it, it just, it flowed well. Yeah. For someone who doesn't create websites, so take it for what it's worth, I thought it looked really nice. Yeah. And it's good to just have like on like real estate online now. That's how I look at it. Like yeah. I'm I'm online, I'm out there, like it's it's just another it's another step of the journey. It it, it keep it keeps me going. So mm-hmm. and then yeah, my other update is like I don't know I mean I've been updating you and people in my circle, but one thing I wanna do is just I wanna start doing <laughs> I wanna start do I wanna start doing like uh, like public speaking and like work, like resume writing workshops and interview prep workshops for like college students and like younger people or people who are like looking for jobs. Mm-hmm. So uh, I finished creating like a PowerPoint, a presentation that I want to start like giving out. Um, and I've been reaching out to universities like all across the country of say like, Hey, this is what I do. This is my presentation. Like this is like, would you be open to speaking with me about this? So I've been kind of just like putting feelers out Nothing yet. I, I know that I'm not going to get like immediate response. I got to be persistent, proactive with it. Um, so yeah, I've been doing that. And then, yeah, that's kind of my other update. And I guess going forward, I'm going to keep continuing to reach out to them. And um, business cards are the next step. Now that I have my yeah. website, I can put the website on my business card. And yeah, things are going really well, man. I'm, 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 I have the, the workload is good. Uh, the, the business side of it is good. Um, I'm just trying to continue to like, really be more like mindful about my work and continue to like perfect my craft. Cause like at the end of the day, like I'm creating, I, I liked your, your compliment that you, you gave me after the, the resume I did for you in terms of like, Oh yeah. It's good yeah, to see I'll you. Put it, that on LinkedIn. Yeah. It's good to see you like see your, your art in action or whatever, something like that. So I'm really trying to be more mindful about really making sure my environment is like in perfect condition when I sit down to write, um, yeah. not, not rushing anything. I'm not saying I do, but I just want to make sure that each person's resume like 
is very important to them. So mm-hmm. I need to make every single session I sit down important, just as important to me. So that's yeah. kind of what I'm focusing on. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll write that on LinkedIn. Is your business registered on Google yet? Not yet. Should do that so oh, you can get yeah. Google gonna... reviews. Yeah. Um, that's one thing I just started doing and asking people for Google <clears throat> reviews because it's huge. Like even if you only have 10, um, you know, people Google for you know, resume writing or, you know, interview prep. Even if they see 10 reviews but it's all five stars, mm-hmm. okay, it's better than like zero zero re- reviews zero stars man say that fast um where yeah and it and it takes i don't know 20 minutes to do the online portion max mm-hmm. if that like probably 10 honestly and then they'll physically mail you something that mm-hmm. you just you open it and like and you activate it yeah and then it's within like so you'll get it mailed within three to five business days you activate it you're good to go and then mm-hmm. people like it'll show up on Google. Yeah. So yeah, I'd, I'd recommend doing that too. I like that. That's super quick and easy. Yeah. Um, that's cool, man. Yeah, that's that's exciting to see. It's it's scaling, mm-hmm. right? Uh, have you? Are you just now reaching out to universities in Indiana? Are you just you know Indiana, Michigan, Illinois, like surrounding? Pretty states? much. Ev- pretty much like everywhere. Like I've I've started reaching out to like cities that I want to travel to nearby. So okay. I've reached out to like since people in Cincinnati, people in Nashville. Um, I want to, today I'm actually going to do like Evans, anything like the Evansville area, like Southern Indiana. Um, but yeah, like I'm not limiting it. I mean, I'm going to start with Indiana and the surrounding states, yeah. but I don't want to limit it. Like I want to, like I want to fly some places and, and yeah. I mean, whatever, whatever I need to do to travel. Like I just, the goal here is that like, I've helped a lot of people in the last year, but I think just the more people I can reach, the better. And mm-hmm. I feel like if I can give like public speaking is a great way to do that because I'm I'm doing I'm presenting to a group. So the more people yeah. I can help at once, like the better. So I just I want to have a greater impact. And I really do think, and I'm trying to stress this, like when I reach out to these colleges, like I'm because I'm like younger. I know that can seem like I don't have as much experience, but I think it's an asset because I can relate to people better because they're closer Mm. to my age. And I mean, I've, I've helped hundreds of people who are just graduating school. So I think it's better to to talk to someone who can relate to them better. Mm -hmm. Um, and hopefully that people can see that value. So I'd agree. Yeah. That's, and I haven't thought about that as much obviously as you have, but you know, you hear guys have been in the, workforce 30 40 years trying to tell a kid still in college that kid in college is like yeah yeah what do you know like you're Mm -hmm. not me like you were me 30 years ago so yeah it's cool that you're recently out of college i mean it's been a few years but you still know hey when you get out of college this will happen this is what real life is actually like yeah and you're not going to be in one job you know forever Mm -hmm. you're going to be in five six seven eight jobs yeah and there's nothing wrong with that. No, not like, at people all. think that's in people are like I talk to people who are like kind of like ashamed of that, but no, it's not. Like unless spe- you're especially around. especially younger in your career, it's important to find out like what you don't what you like and what you don't like. Cuz I mean, you don't want to like get stuck on a path that like you're not even in love with, but you like don't take the time to look elsewhere. Then then like the longer you wait, the more you'll get stuck. I'm not saying you can you get stuck forever, but and you can always make the change, but I think it's good to try different things early. Yeah, absolutely. And 
you know, my dad kind of told me, him, some other people, you know, if, if you're going to jump around jobs, give it like two years max. After two years, you kind of have an idea of what the role is, what the growth can be like or not. Mm-hmm. To where, you know, if, if someone sees you're in this place for six months, you're in this place for one year, then you're in this place for eight months, then they might get nervous and you might not be as employable to them. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you know, year and a half, two years, it goes by pretty quick. Yeah. So get a good feel for it. But yeah, move on if it's time to move on. Right. So I like it, man. I like it a lot. Um, so business cards. That's, mm-hmm. You said that's your next thing. Yeah. Yeah. Have you thought about like, are you going to do, cause I've thought about this too, just having one business card with on the bottom, like podcast host, nutrition coach, like kind of like the executive card, right? Ooh, or are you going to, ta- yeah. or are you going to tailor it just to, cause I know you kind of treat your social media as that's just your personal brand. So you'll post about resume writing, you know, the interview prep, you'll post about golf, you'll post about investments, or is it, do you think you're just going to have it tailored just for the resume? That's stuff? a good question. I, I do want to add like the podcast part of it too, but at the same time, I'll probably like when I put the website, I'll put my website on there, mm-hmm. but under like my descriptor, I might put resume writer, career coach and podcast host and maybe put that in there. The executive business card. Yeah. That's it. I never thought about that, but oh, yeah. plug, plug your website so people can, can go check it out. What's your website? timollersmeyer.com a-h-l-e-r-s-m-e-y-e-r wow that's a good podcast partner he knows how to spell my last name let's go been been around the block a few times i better tough it's tough to spell sometimes people still call me a slogger 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 i was like isn't that how you pronounce it like in dutch yeah yeah. because it means butcher yeah um but yeah americanized it's a long a Slager. Do you ever feel inclined to cheer for the Netherlands in the World Cup? Oh, I do. Okay. Oh, you do. That, that's oh, okay. why I cheer for the Netherlands. Oh yeah, he's he's got like all the jerseys back so, in his. So when um uh oh, I just slipped his name. He was Robin uh Van Persie. Van Persie. Yeah, yeah. he's good. But Robin, oh, Robin always shot up the side. No one could catch him. Yeah. No one would ever catch him. Oh, I'd always play uh, with him on Bayern Munich on the uh, yeah. the FIFA game. But Van Persie. Uh, He's also kind of a pretty boy, you know? And so I'm like self-proclaimed kind of a little bit of a pretty boy. I'll admit it. Mm-hmm. So connect with him on that. But I started cheering for the Netherlands originally because, yeah, we're Dutch. Like, we still have family over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandparents uh, got to visit them probably five or six years ago. And my brother and I, so we have some spots we want to hit for Formula One races. Like, we'd like to go to Miami. Texas would be cool, but I would love to go to the Netherlands Grand Prix. Mm. One, it's for Stoppen's home course because he's Dutch as well. The Dutchman. The Dutchman. Um, but I told my brother, I was like, hey, in the next year or two, let's make a trip you know, to the Netherlands around the Grand Prix, but let's go for maybe 10 days, stop and visit the family over there, then have our own little mini brocation. And... and Go watch guys drive Formula One cars <laughs> and see Max Verstappen just annihilate Lewis Hamilton. Shh. Shh. No way it's dead already. I just charged it this morning. It was full charge. Maybe it's dead. That's horseshit. You got us. It's I'm okay. going to complain to GoPro. Um, but, yeah, so forgot where we were going with that. 
But yeah, so that's yeah, Slager. That's in yeah. America, yeah. But yeah, I do root for the Netherlands in the the World Cup. Good. Is that next year? Or is that twenty twenty four? I can't I think remember. It's, I think I don't know, let me look. I think it's next year. I think you're right. I think it is next year. Oh, yeah, 2022. Sick. Oh, let's go. I don't watch a whole ton of soccer, but I do enjoy it when I end up watching it. Yeah. It's fun to watch. Uh, speaking of soccer, I just started watching Ted Lasso. <laughs> oh, I do too. Oh, my gosh. I'm glad you watch it. I'm I, all caught up now. I may or may I not watch. be almost through season two in under a week. Oh, it's, yeah. It's easy, to, it's easy to binge. But, like, you know, I cook so much, so... I'll throw it on while I cook, and I'm like, this show is absolutely outstanding. It is. It is. It's, and it's it's one of those it's where, therapy, man. Yeah. It, I feel like it's therapeutic. It's one of those, it could have been a major flop. Yeah. could have been awful, but who they got with it, the fact that most of the people are British, like, yeah. even better, but Jason Sudeikis, like, I don't know, whoever writes that or decides, hey, I want this person for this role brilliant because he crushes it i think he isn't he the producer is he i'm not I think sure he might, i don't know i have those, I'm, I'm i thought he green to the is. show like i've smoked through a season and a half yeah in 10 days yeah um which, you met, yeah once you get caught up uh i'm all caught up through through episode eight of season two okay. and then that's the last one before episode nine comes out this coming friday yeah my buddy told me to watch it he's like yeah it's, it's pretty good. good it's good and i was like man this is outstanding yeah like the writing, his analogies, I crack up so much. He used one in an episode I was watching the other day where one person was like, oh, yeah, 24-7. And he goes, 365 and 366 on a leap year. And I was like, I've said that shit before. I'm glad it's not just me. Hey. You know? Yeah. Uh, no, and, and he uses, like, hundreds of those throughout the show. Like, whoever came up with that writing is just incredible. All of them are amazing. Yeah. yeah. I understand after I said that, that's an American thing. Y'all don't know anything that I'm talking about. Now it just sounds weird. All right. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morning, boss. Well, he, he teaches you, like, how to handle awkward situations, like, really well. Like, he's he's really... Yeah, and, and you know when... Uh, well, I don't want to spoil it for people who haven't watched it, but he also shows how to handle when someone is acting a fool and they don't have a place to kind of come at you for something. Like, if someone's upset at him for something... And they're like, oh, well, this made me mad. And he's like, that's okay. Like, I understand. And he's like, this or that, it makes people do silly things. Yeah. And it's just stuff like that where... He's good at saving face. He's good at saving face with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's definitely read How to Win Friends and Influence People. Oh, definitely. Because in that book, it talks about letting people save face. Yeah. And then they'll love you twice as much because you let them save some face. Yeah. So... God, Ted Lasso, man. I don't have Apple TV, so I've had to, you know, find where else I can stream it. Oh, so you got creative with it. Yeah, I just hopped on my mom's. Oh, nice. Nice. <laughs> I guess I could ask my brother for his, but I found it. Well, so I think you can, like, you can, like, you can, like, join your family. Like, you can mm. get added on. Okay. Like, I don't know. It's, well, yeah, small details. Yeah, but, right, yeah. yeah. Ted Lasso, if you guys aren't watching Ted Lasso, a lot of reasons to, to get on it. So mm -hmm. Apple TV or get creative. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, uh, I don't know when we're going to rip this episode, but I have CrossFit competition 
to raise money for the homeless mm-hmm. Wheeler mission. Mm-hmm. Uh, very excited for that. This Saturday, the 18th. Saturday, the 18th. Yep. So, 32 teams, teams of 10. So over 300 athletes. People are going to come out and watch. You're coming out. Got a handful of people showing up, which is going to be super awesome. Uh, all outside, it's at Grand Park. So mm-hmm. you know where the Colts yep. will do trainings and stuff. So I'm I'm excited, man. Like I said, there's going to be some tough competition. Very good athletes, but I have, you know, we know our our workouts. We know the events, and some things I just have a mindset. It is all right. I'm going to hit this mark, and that's it. Like that's it. And going in just ready to bury some people. And not that I'm the best or going to be the best, but I'm going to just go to war. Yeah. Very it's excited. good mindset. Yeah, I'm pumped. Um, doing the day trading still. Getting better. Getting better. Sometimes I'll go rogue on my own now, but still still learning. Man, drinking. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, with that, like, that's like. Drinking water from a fire hose. Hundreds of hours of learning. Yeah, like you're, it's, it's crazy. So Think about how the amount of people that do that. Like, you're gonna, you're, you have to separate yourself and be successful at putting in the work. It's yeah, and that's the overnight. thing. Like, anyone can do that. There's, like, endless money with doing that. So, like, me making a lot of money one day isn't taking away from someone else making a lot of money right. that day. Right, So I'm trying to dedicate one day a week where that is, like, 90% of my day is right. all that. Like, it's trading. It's learning. And it's just one day a week, and then I do all my other stuff. Yeah. And then maybe throughout the week, I'll throw in a few random trades that our educators send through, and I'll run those. But yeah, I'm just trying to do one day a week uh, dedicated towards that. Because I think that's, for me, and in my mind, that's a very good skill where I was like, okay, if all else fails, I lose everything else, if I have a computer and a phone and a few bucks, can I make money? Mm-hmm. And that I can always make money whether the market is up or down. Yeah. So just making money on volatility. All right. Uh, other business updates. Uh, getting more nutrition clients, which is good. More hey. rehab clients. So things are moving in the right direction. There is another clinic I think is going to contract out Dr. Owens and myself mm-hmm. for morning hours, so part-time hours to treat patients at, at their place, which is fun. Um, you've helped me with my resume. I'm trying to find some part-time work. Need to raise some capital. I might have accidentally created another business in the CrossFit and kind of workout niche. Mm-hmm. Talked to manufacturers. Had a long conversation with the guy last week, and uh, he's like, "Look, man, I think you actually do have something." And I was expecting. I don't want to give it away because I'm actually going to file for like provisional patents because. The way he was saying, he's built and sold three different companies of his own. Mm-hmm. And he's like, the lady that owns this one, she's been in this for 15 years. I've been with her for five. I'm kind of in charge of business development um, and acquisition, like of, of new business. And so, you know, I reached out to them. He's like, hey, sign this NDA just so your idea is protected. I was like, oh, wow. Okay. Um I've had a few that are like, no, we don't do this. We don't do what you're trying to do. Okay, fine. And I email him my specs, what I want, what I'm trying to create. I send him pictures of, of what the product is and how I want to make it different. And he was in love with it. And he yeah. found another avenue where he's like, hey, these people could use it for this reason. And I was thinking, wow, I, I never would have thought of that. Yeah. 
And so he told me, he's like, look, man, I've, I've turned down business because on their side, they need someone's idea to have longevity. He's like, we don't make money unless your business keeps going. He's like, so we need your idea to stick. And so he, he was kind of running me through some numbers, how many to make at one time, uh, fabrics and things, how they'll do it differently, their level of testing um, and things like that. So waiting on a proposal from him should be this week, maybe next week. But yeah, trying to get that part-time work to just raise capital for that. Yeah, and you know I'm on the edge of doing too much already, and I've thought about that with this. And if if he was like, "Look, man, this isn't it," then I would have just kind of let it go, done it for myself. But I mean, he he knows what's going to work and what's not. Yeah, he's like, "Look, man, most of the time I get ideas from a group of moms that were drinking a bottle of wine the night before, and like, oh, I want to create this. Like, okay, send me some info. Oh no, that's all we have." He's like, you got some research. He goes, I tried to do research and no one's doing what you're trying to do. Mm-hmm. And I was just trying to solve a problem for myself of something I wanted and the yeah. market couldn't offer me. So, which is how a lot of businesses get built. Mm-hmm. It's kind of by accident. So we'll see, man. A lot of interesting things happening. Um, maybe it'll work. Maybe it won't. But if I got to do some sleepless nights, I'll do it. Yeah. Follow the so, passion. Yeah. And it's, like I said, it's kind of in my niche already. Um, I got some other things that are kind of getting on little, not cruise control, but more under control mm-hmm. where I'm scrapping less, which is nice. But yeah, business is, it's going in the right direction. Good. Going in the right direction. I can tell you've been putting in a lot of hours with it. And yeah, I mean, it's. You've been, you've been steam, I mean, you've been steamrolling no matter what is thrown at you. So It's a grind, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So same direction. Yeah. Just keep going. Keep if, if, if I got to change the plan, I'll change the plan. Goal stays the same. Mm-hmm. So it is what it is. Want to get into our business tips? Uh, yeah, sure. Kick that off for us, Tim. Yeah, definitely. So this, me bringing this up on this podcast was kind of motivated or influenced by me uh, talking with a client. <laughs> me bringing this up was kind of influenced by me. No, no. Great, great idea no, by myself. It was influenced by me talking <laughs> with someone. No, by, it was influenced by what a client said to me on a call this week. Because um, like, you're talking about how their company's giving like sign-on bonuses to new employees that join the company. Mm. And he's like, well, what about the employees that have been here and have been loyal? Where, where are their bonuses at? Like what? Like, like then ask for one. Like why don't you just ask for one? Um, and so it, I want to talk about like, how to negotiate a raise or bonus or how Ooh. you can do that. Um, Cause yeah, I've, I've been doing some reading and I, I found like three, three simple steps that you can do to if you're in a position where like you feel like you are underpaid or you're doing a lot of work and not getting compensated for that, you need to communicate that in some way. And it starts with writing out, like a list of like extra responsibilities or projects that you've been doing that have been outside the job description and outside of, cause like when your company, like when the HR department of a company creates a job and creates a salary, it's based on a lot of different things. But part of it is like what that role is supposed to be doing, the job description. That's how they also base it. So if you're doing stuff that's outside the job description, you need to write all that stuff out. You need to write out why you should be compensated for each of these different items. So you may ask yourself, like, what items are worth putting on this list? I would say there's there's five things that 
you like that you need to be doing that warrants it being on this list. The first one is like, did you save the company time? Did you save the company money or did you make the company more money from what you did? That's the first one. Second one, did you save the company time in some way? The third one is, did you add a new process or did you improve a current process? I'd say that's the third one. Fourth one, did you win over a huge customer? Did you gain a huge customer? Did you strengthen a relationship with a huge client that your company works with? Um, that's another one. And the last one is, did you improve your company's image? Did you did you increase brand equity with the company? Like, did you anything that improves a company's image of externally? Those five things. I think if if you've done that, you should write those down. You should understand like what how does this apply to me like monetarily like how much money should be i should be compensated for this so those five things write them out and then schedule an appointment with your boss obviously like whoever whoever you report to whoever has influence over your salary um schedule a meeting with them i wouldn't just walk into their office and 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 bust like give them give them notice that this is what you want to talk about so schedule a meeting with them because like your, your boss or whoever like they could be really busy. So make sure you carve out time on their calendar to have this discussion, 30, 30 minutes at least. Um, and then walk into that meeting knowing what you're worth. I would research to see like what other people in the market are getting paid for what you're doing um, and know the exact number of, of what you think you should be paid. So, that, or how much that bonus should be. So write out a list of your extra responsibilities and know your impact and what they're worth schedule an appointment and then do your research and have a number based on your research and what you think you're worth on what you're doing. So love it. And, and when people email their boss, uh, do you have an idea of kind of verbiage of how, Hey, I'd like to set up a meeting with you. Um, I've, this is what I've been doing with my workload, how I've been performing. Maybe I've, you know, I've increased sales by this much. I think that is worthy of a raise, a bonus. Mm. How, how should people kind of word that? Yeah, so there's multiple ways you can go about this. Like, first of all, like you may already have time carved out for this anyway. If you do like weekly performance reviews, or I know people meet with their boss to discuss their performance. So you could always like build it into that and and preface it, preface it before the meeting that that's what you want to talk about. This is how you can phrase it. You can be like, Hey, like, I'd like to talk to you about my performance and I want to talk to you about what I've been doing and I really want to get your feedback on what you think this is worth to the company. That, I think that's Ooh. how I, that's how I would phrase it. Okay. Cause place it and put like, I would all, I would take it from the angle. Like you want this company to do well and you're willing to do whatever it takes to make sure the company do, does well. But you also want to assign a worth to that. Cause like. That's how people get motivated. Like they want to know like what their contribution is to a company. So I think getting feedback from your boss and what they think the contribution is worth is good. But you also have to walk in with a full case on what you think it's worth mm-hmm. to make sure that you can influence them. Because they may have an idea that's different from yours, but you know far more about what you've been doing than they do because you've been doing it. So yeah. Love it. And depending on how the involvement is with the manager, that could differ of how much they know about it versus you do. Sure. Yeah. I think that's great advice because I think more people than not think they're underpaid, undervalued, mm-hmm. and just another cog in the wheel. And just kind of get, they get their whatever salary they sign. You get this much percentage increase every year you're there just because you're there another year. Yeah. whoop de doo And that's it. But it's like, hey, if I'm, if I'm busting more ass than someone else, I deserve a little more than somebody else. Mm-hmm. 
So I think, yeah, I think that's incredible advice. Um, and yeah, a good, a good template of getting people started, how to present that. Cause it's, mm-hmm. that's scary for people. Like oh, yeah. I'm going to ask for more money. Yeah. Like I want to, but I don't want to. Right. Cause what if they say no? It's like, well, what if they do say no? Mm-hmm. Still have your job. They're not going to fire you for asking for money. Yeah. Hopefully. It's all about it's all about results. It's all about results and proof and what other people are getting paid as well, like market research. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah, good approach. Yeah. What about you, man? What are um, your tips for today? Yeah. So uh, something that I started writing on this past week, uh, supplement wise, but just focusing on on one because people think that everything is in the supplements and it's not like we supplement when you can't achieve what you want to achieve via lifestyle. So, you know, I'm all about eat the most whole foods you can. Um, and whole foods, meaning not like going to the store, whole foods, just, you know, your meats, your, your proteins, your quality carbs, your rices, quinoas, you know, your vegetables, your fruits, things like that. Not everything out of the box, but you know, yeah, sometimes sometimes we do need to supplement if we're not getting enough via lifestyle. But creatine is probably the most talked about, the most researched, and proven to be beneficial supplement out there. But I think people still get a misconception of what it does and how it works. Uh, creatine is naturally made in the body, and it is it is similar to an amino acid, so it's a building block of proteins. And so what it essentially does is helps the body produce energy. So our body's main source of energy, ATP, um, for those that want to get super into it, uh, adenosine, adenosine triphosphate, that's what it is. That's... Yeah, not that I even need to remember that. ATP is energy. Creatine helps produce that. So when creatine stores are low, your energy stores now are lower. When you supplement with more creatine, higher stores of creatine, phosphocreatine creates more ATP, you have more energy. You can last longer, better endurance. You can help produce more muscle mass. Um, there are countless benefits, some even neurological, where people, you know, there was one study that had people with Parkinson's and people not with Parkinson's, both were able to achieve a similar amount of lean muscle mass. So it can help put some things at bay while you're producing a healthier lifestyle. So a lot of good benefits with creatine. People think that you can like that it's gonna flood your muscles with water. It allows your muscles to obtain more fluid, but the better hydrated your muscles are, the better they can work and perform. So like I take probably 10 grams of creatine a day. Like I don't think I look watery. So people are like, oh, like it's super bad for you. Too much of any good thing is a bad thing. Too much protein is not ideal too much like we can say that for anything and everything so um yeah i would say five to ten grams per day for most people you can do before and after your workouts this week i'm juicing up to 15 grams uh just for this week because i I have a competition where i'm going to be doing four maybe five extremely intense events and, and workouts in one day so yeah, I'm going to increase my creatine for this week and then I'll back off the next week mm-hmm. back to my normal levels. Um, so can it be harmful? Yeah, if you're irresponsible with it. So, mm-hmm. you know, heed the advice on, on on the, you know, the label, 
but I'd say you know start with five grams in a day see how you feel if you know you are doing a lot of bouts of intense exercise go five before five after mm-hmm. leave it at that um, and you'll notice a difference yeah so yeah we, we get stuck in in the supplement game and that's not where it's not where it's made like yes supplements can help I use some but I think less is more and save money like yeah I know people that will spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars if not thousands per month on supplements it's like dude, get good sleep get quality nutrition have a good training regimen and supplement with one or two things that are proven to be beneficial. Like, yeah. All these people have these garbage-ass supplements that you and I can make in a garage and sell out of a brown paper bag and not go to jail for it. Yeah. Straight up. Yeah. So. I, I haven't used a supplement in like a year and a half. Yeah. And but I've improved my sleep and my my eating. and You're in great shape. I've been consistent. And yeah. I feel the best I ever have. Exactly. I'm just saying supplements are good, but you can do it without it too. Yeah. Cool. Telling someone to get better sleep is not sexy. Right. Supplements are sexy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, save your money if, if yeah, if you're going to use dis- a supplement. It, it takes discipline too. Like, it takes discipline to, like, weed off of watching TV up until you go to sleep. Like, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure we all do it here and there. Like, yeah, but I've been like, watching Ted Lasso till I go to bed yeah. last week. That's why you get blue light blocking glasses. Yeah, right. But <laughs> just saying, it's tougher for you to have quality sleep if you're like looking at a screen without some type of blue light blocking sure. up until you go to sleep. 100%. So watch that as well. So that's a, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, watch your Ted Lasso. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if, if people are looking for a supplement that is proven to work, uh, Start with creatine. It is the most studied one out there by landslide. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the most about that more than any other supplement, more than you know, n- name whatever garbage thing someone wants to sell you, this pre-workout, that pre-workout. Look, if, if you're <laughs> on pre-workouts and you're not ready to train after a different breathing technique to get your body ready for high stress after priming your body with movements, and if you can't get it with a single cup of coffee, you should not train that hard that day. Mm-hmm. Bring it down. Yeah, um, you're probably overtrained. You're tired. Whatever it may be, bring it down that day. That's yep. just it is what it is. So yeah, creatine talk. Yep. Fun fact: a herring f- fillet has the most natural creatine, one point one grams. Ooh, a herring. <laughs> yes, yes, I love your beef, finest herring. Beef, please. beef patties are point nine grams. Yeah. Salmon is 0.9 grams of creatine. Beef burgers, 0.9 grams. Yeah, so I'm glad you brought that up. Red meat and fish have the highest amounts of creatine. Yeah. There was if a you're rumor. For natural. Yeah, there was a rumor. I don't know how true it was. Uh, I had heard before that Michael Jordan would have a steak before every game for creatine. I don't know mm-hmm. if that's true or not. Smart, if he did. I mean, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Someone said he wasn't getting enough creatine, so he took it personal. He ate a, ste- <laughs> ate a steak. <laughs> Fine, I'll have a steak with my pregame cigar. <laughs> pork, pork point seven grams. Man, those guys smoke cigars like it was their job. That yeah. Last Dance documentary, also amazing. If you guys haven't seen that one either, whew, late to the party, but still a good time. All right, let's round it off. Let's get down and nerdy with it with some book talk. Uh, I finished Mindset. I was big about fixed growth mindset versus or fixed versus growth mindset. Fixed being easiest example in school. Oh, I got a D on this test. I'm not smart. 
growth mindset. Hey, I got a D on this test. I'll do better on the next one. Yeah. Where, where did I mess up? What didn't I study? How could I study better? Um, and we can relate that to any part of our life, whether it be business, uh, relationships. So the end of the book, I found a lot more interesting. The middle, it's kind of all the similar type of stories. You know, you kind of, okay, I got it. I don't need to read another hundred pages of the same story, but good book. The end, you know, one was how to be a boss with a grown, grown mindset. Like understand where people are coming from. Don't be just the top down. Oh, this is the way it is. This is the way we've always done it. No, can processes be improved upon? Mm-hmm. You know, that Kaizen, constant improvement. See, I did learn some shit from college. Yeah. Kaizen. There but it is. Thanks to my operations professor. He was a yeah. good dude. Forget yeah. his name. But that guy helped create the clock app on the iPhone. Wait, it's not a... He was a big Fleming, guy. Fleming, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Chris Fleming. Great dude. Yeah. yeah created, helped create the clock app on the iPhone. Yeah. Teaches a butler. Go him. Awesome. Um, well, I don't think he does anymore. But. Yeah, probably not. Yeah. Uh, relationships, same thing. Like, if some, like if, if your significant other tells you, hey, this made me feel this way, don't get defensive like I used to do. Except to be like, okay, like... That's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. You didn't know that would happen. He or she didn't know that would happen until it did. Uh, it's you two against the problem. You know, you guys are, if it's a win-loss for you guys, then you both lost. So that's how they kind of related it to business and relationships. But yeah, also there were a lot of school examples, um, a lot of sports examples too. You know, they used tennis players, uh, John McEnroe. They used him a lot, how he kind of, you know, got to a point where he just lost a few times and kind of gave in to it. So, um, yeah, finished that up, and I just picked up a book called How to Grow Your Personal Brand for oh. Under $1,000 by Dan, I'm going to butcher his last name, Fleischman, Fleischman, F-L-E-Y-S-H-M-A-N. When in doubt, spell it. Yeah. There you go. Dan Fleischman. <laughs> I'm trying to sound it out, but I don't think I'm sounding it out properly. But recommended via this guy I follow, Sean Whalen, uh, created the brand Lions Not Sheep, but been a mogul in real estate, just a serial entrepreneur, and he promoted this book heavily. He's like, hey, look, I'm not getting paid for this. Yeah, he's a friend of mine, but this is a phenomenal book. And he's on socials all the time, always marketing his brand. Um, so yeah, I picked that up. It was like, um, 15, 20 bucks, mm-hmm. very thin, uh, soft cover book. So going to start that one, just pick that up. So I'm excited, man. Just learning how to got to grow the brand because yeah. I'm nobody. So people won't know me unless I'm out there making people know me. Right. Right. Impact as many as people as possible. That's the game. Yeah. All right, Tim, take us there. Yeah. I'm going to talk about mind gym, Ooh. like mind, M I N D gym, like a Fitness gym by when Gary Mag. Spell it by Gary Mag. Yeah. So a while ago, yeah, a while ago, you know, practicing what practicing what I preach, baby. Uh, we had Ben Barkey on our podcast a long time. He's the principal at Madison Elementary in Warsaw. He was also he was also a science teacher, and he was my golf my high school golf coach. And he had our team read this book. I've talked about it on this podcast before, but it's like a it's like a sports psychology book, pretty much. Like, how to master mental game with sports. But I think it, it obviously applies to life because it's mental game. Um, and one thing that stuck out to me from that book was what you think affects how you feel and perform. And training your mind is just as important as training your body. Because 
your body and your actions and what you do each day, it follows what your mind thinks. And I think this is super powerful. And obviously, like, this goes hand in hand with meditation and positive affirmation. But I really do think that we underestimate the value of, like, visualization throughout our day. Mm -hmm. um, because we, like, we get so caught up in what we do and we get so busy that, like, it's crazy that we just sometimes forget to visualize and forget to meditate. Um, so like one thing that I've been practicing and continue to practice is like at the beginning of the day, like think about what I'm going to do, like at least one thing that day that I want to do to be successful and think about myself doing it in the morning. Like when, when I, when I visualize, when I meditate and you can practice this, like you don't have to like do this in the morning. Like you can do this like whenever, as long as you can do it at some point in your day and like kind of build it in gradually to what you do. I think you're just going to be more successful. Like anytime you sit down to do a task or you have a big presentation or a project or an interview or like a sports perform or like a sports game or whatever really just think about like what needs to go well in that and think about it over and over and think about like what you're going to do if a problem comes up like think about like how you're going to handle objection think about think about what you feel like when you're at your best how does that feel to you and think about that before you do something so that's mind gym by gary mack love it being mindful, visualizing. You're right, man. We don't we don't put enough stock into that. Yeah, you be um, you become what you think about, and yeah. obviously you also become what you do. But you can't right. do anything meaningful unless you think about doing it first. Right. So, you know, like you have wild ambitions going through your noggin. Yeah, execute on those. Yep. Keep floating those around. Yep. Um, you know, look what you've created. What I've created. Like. Things are scarily working. Like it's almost scary when it works. Yeah. Um, and I've told people that. But you know, we've well, we started this podcast in October of eighteen, and we just you know weren't pleased where we were at. We kept we had our images. We kept shooting it out loud, putting it in the universe, and here we are. Mm -hmm. So it's you know it takes time. It's not sexy to just say visualization, being mindful. It's like, but those are huge. Right. Those are huge. Like talk about meditating in, in the sauna, you know, mm -hmm. taking that time, that me time. Like, okay, how are things going to look? Yeah. So, yeah, stay on it. Again, I saw, I don't know who said it, but if the plan doesn't work, change the plan, not the goal. Yeah. So, all right. All right, Tim, you want to wrap this up for us? Yes, sir. Uh, thank you guys for joining us today. Uh, I thought this was a really good episode, a lot of mix of good value, but also some laughs and some humor. Um, yeah, go out there and like and speak it into existence and, and re really visualize and uh, do something to better yourself and, and, and really make sure that um, you're maximizing your next 24 hours because, I mean, there's a lot of people who are, who are uh, at the end of their life right now who think back on what they would have done and what, what they could have done. Like, be thankful that you have the, uh, the mental capacity, the physical ability, and at least the opportunity to wake up and like change your future. So... Do at least one thing today that your future self will thank you for. So uh, enjoy episode. What is this? 164? 165? Somewhere in there? Yeah. Something like Fuck. that. Something like Depending that. Depending on when we release it. But yeah, yeah we're in the 160s. Uh, <laughs> enjoy it.